the will to win, where emerging entrepreneurs come to learn the best tips, strategies, and techniques to unlock their potential and become more successful. I'm your host, Steve Scani, and each week I will bring on the most incredible guests who are going to share their own unique stories, knowledge, wisdom, and insights about how they've been able to close the gap between failure and success, and then go on to live a life of greatness. Here at The Will to Win, we are dedicated to educating and inspiring you to be able to maximize your potential and make what seems impossible totally possible. Dr. Vincent, welcome to the Will to Win show. It's so great to have you on the show. And you are a biochemist specializing in molecule nutrition, and you've created this incredible product to help give the body more antioxidants and be able to maintain optimum health and well-being. And you've done some incredible Incredible things in the health industry, and I'm, I'm just, yeah, ready to to hear uh, your story, uh, how what led you to this um, venture in what you're doing. Uh, an apple a day keeps a doctor away. I'd love to hear about it. Thank you, thank you for having me on. It's such a privilege to be on your show and on your podcast. Uh, ever since we uh, connected through Instagram, I've been doing a deep dive uh, through your Instagram post, and I have to say that a I admire your consistency, and b I really do think that a lot of the nuggets of wisdoms and 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 quotes and motivational, um, inspirational quotes that you post. Uh, regularly daily sometimes this one twice or three times daily i really do think uh they're helpful and i'm sure a lot of people who come across your account and go through your post will will find some sort of motivation and strength and inspiration from from your post too so kudos to you well done thank, thank, thank you so much vincent i really appreciate the encouragement it means a lot to me and that now over to you uh is this not all about me. It's about sharing your message with the masses so they can, yeah, get a taste of, of what you do and your knowledge, your wisdom, your insights. And uh, you started a company. And what's it called? It's called Renovatia. Uh, we are not in the construction business or You're design not? interior. We are you not. build? And it's not, <laughs> it's not that I forgot <laughs> to put the letter N at the end of the yeah. word. It is not no. renovation. It's Renovatia. Uh-huh. Renovatio comes from a Latin word. In in Latin, it means a new life. And it was very much inspired by the experience that I had with my grandma. So mm-hmm. my grandma was the very first person who benefited from my invention, my technological breakthrough when I was doing my PhD at the University of Newcastle. I was mm-hmm. born in Indonesia of a mm-hmm. Chinese descent. So we celebrate Chinese New Year every year as a tradition uh, in our family. And I remember back in 2012, mm-hmm. I visited uh, Indonesia and uh, visited my grandma for that celebration. Upon visiting, upon seeing her, um, uh, when I when I went back, I was very surprised because my grandma was at that time was basically wheelchair bound. Uh, right. She was suffering from really bad arthritic conditions mm-hmm. on, on on both of her knees, mm-hmm. and 
not only it robbed her from her physical strength and health, it also was negatively impacting her mental well-being and emotional mm. well-being because she was a ballroom dancer when she was younger. So can right. you imagine someone who was very active, was very in tune with her body? Mm. Her body was one of uh, the things that she was very proud about mm. uh, and her independence. And, and, and she was very, very active except for uh, that issue that she had. Um, mm. Unfortunately, uh, her friends who at that time was suffering from the same thing and they used to go uh, to dance shows together and perform together. Yeah. Her friend decided to get a knee replacement surgery. And unfortunately for her, yep. the, the, the surgery didn't go very well and she oh, was right. actually in worse condition than, than, than right. before. Right. I mean, as... as as an elderly person, my grandma was very skeptical and she was traumatized by the experience of the, of her friend. And mm. she didn't want to go through, it was scheduled. It was, it was basically, you know, uh, a done deal. She just had to go through with it, but she canceled it out of, out of fear. And at that time I, I asked my grandma, I said that, look, I am working on this anti-inflammatory uh, antioxidant and uh, mm-hmm. would you try it please? And maybe it was out of desperation or maybe it was out of love, maybe a combination of both. My grandma decided that she she would like to try it. So I remember sending her all these uh, samples in the plastic bags. And mm-hmm. and three months later, she and my grandpa came to Sydney to visit me and my sister. And yep. to my surprise, she was walking like when, when I picked Amazing. her up from the airport. And what made me really teary and really happy and grateful mm-hmm. was that she walked all the way from Haymarket uh, to, to Sikorki, where the Sydney Opera House is. Wow. And there was a, a good five, six kilometers. That's a long walk for... It, it, walk, okay. it is a long walk for, for a healthy person, let alone someone who only a few months ago was basically wheelchair-bound. And yeah, that's incredible. Tears and stuff like that. And yeah. my grandma told me that uh, I... I never have to give her anything else in her life in terms mm. of money, in terms of uh, presents and gifts, because I have, she said to me that I had given her the best gift of all, which is the gift of new life. And she made Amazing. me promise her that I would take this piece of research and technology and turn it into a tangible product that people can actually benefit from. Because mm. you told me that if you were my grandson, I wouldn't have, even had access to to this to this substance that that eventually helped me help my life mm. and that that gave me a huge motivation and inspiration to to evolve from being a scientist into being an entrepreneur because mm. in 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 my field former field in terms of academic and science we used to some of us used to label the business people uh the entrepreneur people sure. to the corporate people to be basically you selling your soul to the devil in terms mm. of in terms of enriching yourselves. However, my grandma told me that if I'm not doing that, my 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 technology would just be sitting collecting dust in in library somewhere. And the compromise that I made and the promise that I made uh, in in my head in terms of commercializing this piece of research, which the university yeah. helped me to patent, mm. was that I'm going to build in a fail-safe in terms of a reminder so that it doesn't matter how much money I make, how successful the company uh, will become, 
I will always have a guardrail in terms of reminder that the first and foremost mm. of, of, of the company mission and vision is to help people be healthier and happier. And that's the reason why I insisted, despite despite criticism or, or advice from mm. from from people at that time yes. who, who around me who uh, who are actually really good business leaders and business uh, gurus. Uh, I name my company Renovatio. Uh, yep. In Latin, it means new life, and it is yep. our purpose. And my promise to my grandma that I will use this to help people to have a new life in the way that they are healthier and happier. Incredible! That's such a remarkable story, and I'm in- very inspired by you know how you've you know used this opportunity to actually help people. You're not just brushing it aside you've gone through it and you're going all out and you're you're starting to help a lot of people and i think your message is going to start to spread and expand to new levels so i'm just you know excited to see the future of of your company it's going to be it's going to be amazing thank you and i think it is also important not not only for other people but also for myself Hmm. a lot of people ask me in terms of what is the the secret ingredient or like the magic mm. ingredient in the recipe of being an, uh, starting a startup or, or being an entrepreneur. And yeah. I'm sure when you, when you listen to Elon Musk or when you listen to, to all these amazing people, they will give you a lot of wisdoms and, 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 mm. and advice. But for me, all of this, all of those advice, they're all good. However, for me, I just believe that if you start with a good heart, the universe around you, the people around you will somehow align and conspire to help you. Uh, For sure. And I do, I truly believe in that because if essentially, and if essentially people are good at heart and when they, when they can feel and, and, and your message resonates with them, mm. they will try to support you. They will try their best to help you. And at the end of the day, your journey, be it a, as a corporate person, as an entrepreneur, as a scientist, as a teacher, as a parent, there will mm-hmm. always be obstacles. And I really do believe that having a good purpose as, uh, with a good heart as your foundation mm-hmm. will help you. It will give you that extra strength and motivation to, 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 con- to go on, to continue your journey because you know that be it small, be it big, you're making mm. a contribution to, to, to your, your community, to human being, to the world. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And yeah, once we've, we've got that vision and people see that, well, then they, they can't help it. They just want to help. They want to see the vision come to life. And yeah, I guess it's, it's important for as entrepreneurs not to forget that. It also helps that the product works. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> lucky because uh, when we first started, yeah. we have, and I didn't know this because I yeah. didn't have any business background. So everything that I do did in the beginning, I still, mm. what, everything that I do now, I'm basically learning on the job and uh, thinking quick on my feet. But I have to say that I've been very lucky been very very fortunate mm. that the people who found our products really helped them actually help us to spread the message we have this really mm. amazing community with the grassroots movement in the way that we can't we can't pay kim kardashian to to <laughs> yeah, we <nah>. invest <laughs> our effort and money and time into making good products and guess what people who take it they don't 
they're not only coming back for their second, third, and fourth product and so yep. on, but they're bringing their friends and family. And I think that, the, to me personally, that adds an enormous amount of integrity and, and, and validation to our products because you will not recommend something that is not useful or no. not good to your friends and family. Mm. But the fact that our recommendation comes from your family members mm. or your friends, yep. I think that speaks volume louder than the recommendation that comes from celebrity. Oh, definitely. No, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. That's It's so important to the people around you, friends, family. Nothing beats personal experience. And, and um, yeah, like you, in your study – at what, what university did you go to? You went to University, university of Newcastle. I came to Australia in 2008. I still remember it was June. And at, at the beginning, it was a little bit miserable for me because in Indonesia, oh, we have two seasons, hot and very hot. Yeah. And <laughs> coming to Australia in the middle of winter, <laughs> uh, it was not very good for me. But for the very first time that in my life, I actually felt belong uh not nice. only in Australia, but specifically my ins- educational institution, uh, which is the mm. University of Newcastle. I did my bachelor degree in two years because wow, I couldn't. Well, not because I was really smart or or, or really a really good student. I was. It was basically a strategic move to reduce because I came from a solid middle ground uh, mid, uh, uh, middle class family in in in, in Indonesia. So. Mm. For my parents to send me as an international student to study in Australia, it, it, it is a big investment in terms of mm. money. So I was thinking, and my parents was very cl- were very clear to, uh, with me in terms of like we could support you for this uh, amount of time. Mm. You have to find your you, you you have to find a job, and so on and so forth. So I make a f- <laughs> at that time I thought, and I think I think it mm. was it paid off. So instead of studying the degree for three years, I studied for two years. So it means that I save up one year of living costs. Mm. What I didn't know at that time was that because I have that extra one year in terms of my student visa, I got the opportunity and offered to uh, participate in a research around the antioxidants in apples. Mm. This is a, this is quite a funny story because at that, th- at that time, uh, my supervisor Oh, my would-be supervisor told me that Vincent, would you like to uh, research apples from orange? And not being from Australia, I thought that wow, we're going to win a Nobel Prize. We're, <laughs> we're turning oranges into apples. But no, it was not the case. Orange, right. name of place, uh, which <laughs> is a special place for me. I I truly truly believe that it is the best region in Australia and in the world to grow apples. It is a mm-hmm. very, it has a very unique geographical position and condition in the way that it is an, in, on an elevated um, land, uh, which allow the crops there in, in this terms, apples to receive the full power of sun. But because of the elevated height mm-hmm. during the night, it's very cold. This creates a very good condition for the apple trees to produce more antioxidants mm-hmm. and not only that being a volcanic soil it actually really provides the the crops with uh, essential nutrients so one of my missions in terms of uh doing renovatio being a hundred percent australian uh made a hundred percent australian apples supporting the growers apple growers in the region and in australia i also mm-hmm. uh 
wherever I go in terms of uh, scientific conferences or giving speeches overseas, Mm -hmm. I really would like to put a a spotlight to showcase the goodness and the superiority in terms of uh, nutrient contents of Australian apples, because I truly do believe that uh, our apples should be the gold standard of apples of uh, of the world. No, that that would that's amazing, and yeah, if we can do that, it'll we'll be able to have a huge impact. We've obviously gone into detail, a bit of detail about your company, and you've discovered that apples have are one of the most powerful forms of anti the if not the most powerful form of antioxidants. Is that right? So it it is the it is the biggest contributor of dietary phenolics in in, in our diet in human diet, be it a Western or Eastern diet. And I usually well all the, as much as I can I can I can I can pro, I can promote this to people. Yeah. I usually I usually really hesitate. Uh, in terms of using the word powerful because mm. we, we don't realize this, but it is a marketing term. It doesn't mean mm. anything scientifically. Uh, we we use the word potency because mm. potency can be defined scientifically, whether the concentration, the bioactivity, the absorption, and mm. how our body absorbs and utilizes it. Uh, so what you're saying is essentially true, Apples yep. have the highest potency of antioxidants when it comes to what our body can absorb and utilize. Not only that, it has the widest range of phenolic antioxidants because different types of phenolic antioxidants, uh, they do different things uh, mm. uh, to our that can contribute to our health. And starting with such a good source or, or raw material, in, uh, in this case, apples, allow us to actually get a higher uh, efficiency and effectiveness when we apply our technology. Mm, wow. A little bit of a background with uh, of my technology, what what I did during my PhD research was basically uh, I, I invented a technology that allow us to extract and activate phenolic antioxidants from, mm-hmm. from plants, in this case, apples. Wow. And before my technology came along, even though... The, the majority of scientific community, we are in consensus that phenolic antioxidants are the holy grail of antioxidants in the way mm. that uh, it it is they are far more superior than normal antioxidants in terms of curbing free radicals, in terms of curbing and fighting inflammation. The issue at that time was that there was no way, there, was, there, there wasn't a technology that could extract and activate phenolic antioxidants without the use of chemical solvents. Mm. The issue with chemical solvents is that when you try to extract something using a solvent that our body doesn't, doesn't possess, mm. when you reintroduce it to our biological system, our body will have a very hard time absorbing it. As a matter of mm. fact, uh, we did a survey study that majority of antioxidant supplements, the absorption rate is only three to five percent. Wow, that's crazy. That's exactly that's why uh, when people say things like "don't take supplement," it, you're basically just uh, creating uh, expensive urine. I don't mm. get offended because I know for a lot of supplements out there, that's true. And that's the reason why I actually started this company using my technology, because with my technology, the absorption rate goes all the way up to 97%. And Incredible. This, this higher degree of absorption rate 
helps our body to base to 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 basically utilize this at the cellular level. And I have to say that uh, the 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 issues surrounding antioxidant actually created a misconception about antioxidant mm. before my technology came along because mm. maybe if you if you remember from five years ago or even till now mm. antioxidants were basically just promoted or marketed as a beauty uh, function it, it, as an as an anti-aging uh, substance but antioxidants do a lot more in our body and can mm. help our body to um be healthier in the way that it can it can reduce inflammation rate and mm. inflammation is one of the highest contributor to uh, diseases disorder and health issues in our in in our human body we know about infection we know about genetic uh disposition that 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 could make us more at risk at developing certain diseases and conditions but a lot of people they don't they don't know and they don't understand that inflammation is one of the big issues in uh, when it comes to our our health right when our body is undergoing a lot of inflammation it prevents its ability to repair itself so when we are talking about immunity it is not only about boosting your immunity because that is right. a wrong term you shouldn't Nothing can actually boost your immunity, and if you can boost your immunity, that's actually you're opening up a whole lot of a door to a whole lot of uh, issues because then you have to deal with autoimmune disease, things like lupus, mm. and you're basically attacking. You're basically encouraging your immune system to attack itself, to attack our own body. So, right. uh, using the correct term in the marketing in our industry is very important because like it or not a lot of people get their scientific information not really from scientific journal because then right. nobody's going to read that unless you're an academic or a researcher they get it from social media they get it from people like me from uh com health companies and it is one of my uh my mission also to make sure that people have a good and correct understanding when it comes to 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 these kind of things, especially sure. immunity, coming coming out of uh, the pandemic uh, and lockdown. I hope that people understand that when it comes to our immune system, what we are trying to do is to manage and support our immune system. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways to do that is by reducing the inflammation rate in our body. And on that note, how do we? How can people prevent or reduce inflammation and be able to enhance their immune system? So how do we prevent it? People probably would expect me to say that take Renovat here, but <laughs> first and foremost, yeah. first and foremost, actually to have a healthy diet. Uh, as someone who is selling powders and pills uh, to make a living, I still sincerely and genuinely believe that your first and main source of nutrients should always come from your diet. Mm. Fresh fruit and vegetables, multigrain, uh, lean protein, 
uh, if you're plane based, then uh, I think you're already starting off a little bit better than the, the rest of us who who eat meat. Because mm-hmm. our, I do believe that we should eat a wide variety of food, and some mm-hmm. of some of the products uh, and amino acid uh, can only be found in animal source, animal based food. However. When people are making a conscious choice uh, or conscious uh, decision to be either vegan, plant-based, uh, vegetarian, um, or pescatarian, what they're doing is that they're basically educating themselves in, t- in terms of what the types of food, what they're putting mm-hmm. into their body. And that's the reason, in my opinion, a lot of people, when they adopt a, a lifestyle diet or something uh, new in terms of mm. um, uh, their, their food preparation and dietary requirement, they often find themselves uh, becoming healthier because instead of picking, instead of eating highly processed food, they most of the time will uh, prepare their own food. And mm. we do know that uh, the two the two healthiest diet in in the world consistently is the uh, Japanese diet and the Mediterranean diet. Hmm. And that's not about the type of foods that they eat, but the amount, the proportion of freshly prepared food compared to the hmm. highly processed food. So wow. whenever you can uh, prepare your own lunch, uh, not only is healthier, it's also cheaper. And that also helps you to, to have a good, healthy relationship with food. As hmm. someone who... I wouldn't say that I had eating disorder, but I'm always, I felt that I was always, especially growing up as a teenager, I was always in a love and hate relationship with mm-hmm. my uh, body weight as well as uh, food. And I, yeah. I, I think one of the way that I resolved this love and hate relationship was by having a better relationship and connection with, with food. And to do that, I, mm. I cook a lot. When you cook a lot, I do believe that it helps you to to understand what you're putting into into your body. So I do. I think the first and foremost uh, advice that I would I, I would give people when it comes to reducing inflammation in their life or in their body is mm-hmm. by take a look and analyze what you are putting into your body. You can't mm-hmm. expect your body to function well when you're feeding it with junk. So uh, and people say to me that, but you know, healthy food. Healthy foods are expensive. I would say that no, buying buying prepared or ready to eat healthy food foods can be expensive. But if you actually prepare it at home, prepare mm. it yourself, and 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 you know do meal prep every weekend, I I actually challenge you to do that. Uh, whoever yeah. is listening, because it can actually be a cost saving uh trick in, in 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 your in your weekly budget so go 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 out there and buy fresh fruit and vegetables prepare your own food and that you will feel better not only yeah. physically but also emotionally and mentally so diet and secondly exercise your body needs to move you our mm. body evolutionary wise we our body were create bodies were created to move Mm. A lot of uh, a lot of health issues were actually uh, caused by the lack of movement. A lot of people mm. say that, but I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to do all the sports that other people are doing on Instagram. Mm. When I say be active, you don't have to climb efforts. 
No? Oh, <laughs> no, you don't God. have to. I mean, you can. Look at <laughs> one, maybe one day. Yes, I'm talking. So you can, you, can find, <laughs> you can find ways to be active. And one of the ways that I keep myself accountable is by uh, smartwatch. 10,000 steps uh, every day. That, that, that is my uh, accountability to myself. Mm-hmm. If, I don't, if I don't reach 10,000 uh, steps every day, I, and I do this, I generally do this. And you can, uh, people who know me will, 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 will tell you that this is one of Vincent's uh, most annoying habits that huh. I would walk around the dining table to get to that 10,000 and it could be at 11 wow. o'clock at night. So wow. that, that's one way that's that commitment. I, I keep myself accountable. <laughs> and uh, the third thing is that understand your nutritional intake. Uh, although fresh food should be your, your, your main source of nutrients, hmm. sometimes because we live in the modern world, either A, there's no good source for it. For example, eating fish, should be healthy and because of the protein as well as the essential fatty yep. acid omega-3 however we live in a world where pollution is everywhere and there was a study that shows that if you actually eat enough tuna to give you the amount of tuna that to give you enough uh omega-3 uh, for your body to absorb mm-hmm you actually will absorb a dangerously high level of mercury. So I take fish oil uh, because I do believe, fish oil tablet, I mean, because I do believe that it is a better source for my uh, for my omega-3 uh, uh, requirement. I still eat fish, but mm-hmm. the amount of fish that we eat will not be able to support uh, our omega-3 requ- uh, right. uh, body requirement. Secondly, antioxidant, only because uh, my product's antioxidant. But just think about this. When you when you eat beetroot salad, a lot of beetroot salad, or drink beetroot juice, or pomegranate juice, mm. or or carrot juice, or blueberry juice, the next time to go, sorry to be gross, but the next time you go to the toilet, it changes <laughs> the color of your, of your urine. Right. Because your body cannot absorb it. And actually, if it stays in your body, it becomes toxic. So your body desperately needs to flush that out it's because our body can't effectively and efficiently absorb uh, phenolic antioxidants that's why you need a phenolic antioxidant supplements mm-hmm. uh, preferably mine because it is something that i use myself uh, i i use every day myself and i also uh, my friends and family are using it too mm-hmm. and the third one sometimes people are uh time poor i know that uh it's it's the fresh fruit is the is the, is the best way to to eat, to mm-hmm. supply your body with a, essential nutrients uh, with all the goodness from uh, that that your body needs. However, if you have if you know that you have low iron uh, condition and you are also a vegetarian, I don't think that's bad for you to take uh, uh, iron supplement. As a matter of fact, you should actually take iron supplement because the, your lifestyle choice, your your your, your um, dietary requirement requires you to to source these nutrients elsewhere. So the reason why I said that is because I want to I want people to understand that there is no one thing that is one hundred percent good, and there is no one thing that is one hundred percent bad when it comes to your right, diet. Really, so you shouldn't you shouldn't blanket 
make a blanket decision and statement and say that and say that uh, taking supplements is bad. You should always only eat uh, fresh fruit and vegetables. You can't make you can't categor- categorically deny uh, that. Sometimes supplements, as the word suggests, need uh, 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 supplements are needed to 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 supplement your your life, your health, and nutrient uh, requirements. I mean. Of course, when I say things like there's no one thing that is 100% bad, there's no one thing that's 100% good, then people will say that, what, what about deep fried butter? I mean, within, within <laughs> you know, a rational confine, I'm not saying that uh, you should go out and smoke because that is 100% bad. What I'm saying is that you need to be flexible. You need to – science is evolving every day. Mm. And access to science is so easy right now. Uh, and it will be even easier. We need to not be ignorant. We need to not bury our head in the sand and mm-hmm. and ignore ignore all of this information. I really do believe that you need to absorb all this information and make a, a conscious and concerted uh, decision mm-hmm. when it comes to what you put into your body, uh, physically as well as mentally. Because as much as uh, the access to information is really good uh, for our knowledge. It can also be really bad when it comes to our mental well-being. Mm. Social media is a double-edged sword. Uh, it connects you with your friends and family and with strangers all over the world. Uh, the world. You are doing a great things in terms of reaching out to strangers, uh, mm. helping them uh, in, their, in their daily lives in terms of motivating and inspiring them. Mm. However, uh, it can also be a bad thing because people tend to put their best version of their, themselves on the social media. So you're basically, somebody very wise told me once that you can't compare your behind the scenes with the goofy trailer that people are putting out because mm. you don't know what they're going through and the same way that they don't know what you're going through. So take everything that you see on social media. I mean, I would love if there is a real life filter, I would love to put it on every day. Yeah. But unfortunately, there isn't yet. So when you see the perfect picture, the perfect bench press, uh, <laughs> the, the perfect anything on social media, don't feel too bad about yourself because, no. uh, you know, uh, you have to love yourselves. Too. And there are people who, you know, portray how this image of them being so great, so amazing. Their life is the best life ever when in actual fact they're not perfect and they've got, they've got issues. They've got stuff going on in the background that yeah, they are just like everyone else. Nobody, nobody's perfect. And I think as long as uh, you are doing everything that you can to be the best version of yourself, Mm. I think that's, you owe it to yourself. A lot of people say that when you put um, investment, when you spend time, uh, when you when you do all of these things to to better yourself, uh, to pamper yourself, to mm-hmm. to look after yourself, people sometimes people sometimes associate that with being selfish. And mm-hmm. I would actually say that it's not selfish; it's selfful. Like when we are. Um, inside the airplane when we are flying the they always say that uh in the in the case of emergency and uh, low oxygen level you should always you must always 
put on your oxygen mask first before helping others. Because mm. if you yourself are so empty and burnt out, you're no good to your to people around you. You're no good to mm. your friends and family members. So you need to look after yourself so that you can look after other people in your life. Uh, mm. And I do believe that because people do this all the time, especially parents. It comes from a good place that they, they put their kids first, but mm. neglecting themselves and their relationship can actually be even worse for their kids. Mm. So looking after yourself is not only recommended, but I really do think that a lot more people should talk about this, that it is mandatory because without you feeling good about yourselves, you can't look after others. You can't be good yeah. to others because you, whatever that you feel inside will eventually come out and affecting people around you mm -hmm. uh, consciously or subconsciously. If you, if you, everything inside is good, people around you feel, feel that too. And uh, mm. you're basically always, Uh, owing it to yourself in terms of uh, feeling good about yourself, looking after yourself, because it's not selfish, it's self-full. Wow, that's a really, really great way to see things. And I, I've got a few other things that I wanted to touch on while we've still got time. Uh, you mentioned something about, uh, say, your metabolism. Like for me, I have a very fast metabolism and You know, most people are trying to lose weight, whereas for me, I'm trying to put on weight. I'm trying to build my my lean, leanness, muscle, and I, f I have a hard time doing that. Even though I eat a lot, I just don't put on the weight. I think uh, this is a really good reminder to us that uh, the image issue and weight issue goes both ways. Hmm. In the media, we only... I think mostly we only see about people struggling with being overweight and obesity. Mm. And we sometimes, we often, and, and I'm guilty as charged, we often forget that there are also people on the, on the, on the other side of the spectrum. And it is, it is also as important to recognize that and to make sure that uh, we validate that kind of concern mm. because a lot of people, like myself included sometimes when i whenever i hear things just like what you said mm. i would say people would say things like oh you're so lucky but mm. i'm sure being in your position you don't you don't see it as as being lucky because i'm sure mm. you put as much effort as much time uh and 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 to 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 be in the in the healthy weight range and yes. to be in the body shape and the condition that you would want to be. So yes. I have to say, I have to say this as a reminder, not only to people, but also to myself, because, mm. you know, it's not only about people who are overweight, uh, but the other side as well. Yes. And I do think that recognizing that you have, you have a, you have a physical condition in the way that your metabolic rate is too fast or, or mm. too active is the first step of, uh, trying to resolve uh, this 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 metabolic rate mm. and, and weight uh, relationship. He, there, there, this is why I always say that there is no one diet or one meal prep and meal plan that will fit everyone because everybody's body is different. Uh, exhibit A. So what I'm saying, what, what, what I would encourage people, including yourself, uh, Steve, in terms of having that uh, relationship with your body and nutrients and diet is to mm to tailor tailor it to your needs. Sometimes 
when we talk about people who want to lose weight, we trick ourselves in terms of eating volume, but not mm. density. Mm. So for example, I eat probably uh, three to four carrots every day because it's mm. filling, but it's, it doesn't contain a lot of calories mm. for, for people who want to put on weight to quote unquote, slow down the metabolic rate a little bit. Doing my approach is not a smart approach for you. So, Instead of eating volume with low density, calorie density, you should do it the other way around. Mm. Things like peanut butter is uh, probably one of the best uh, food item, in my opinion, but also uh, also for people who... You're not trying to to butter me up, are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope you're not allergic to nuts. Uh, No, no, not at all. (laughs) What I'm saying is that uh, there are ways to trick your body into providing your body with higher bigger uh, quantity of calorie yes without without you thinking that oh, i have to eat all the time things mm. like protein shakes is a is a great addition to uh, to your diet and also your exercise routine needs to be tailored to your uh to your body shapes and needs mm. i do a lot of, a lot of cardio to make sure that I burn all the calories that, that I eat because I love food. Mm. Yeah. Perhaps with you building lean muscle mass, lean body mass is probably the way to go. And this is the reason mm. why, again, uh, there is no one solution that fits all because mm. our body is different. And the other thing that I would also encourage uh, people with metabolic uh, issues or, or, mm. or conditions that um, that if you're aware that you have you have yep. that sort of kind of issue is to uh, consult with your uh, GP because mm. more often than not, you're fine. But sometimes there are certain conditions or hormonal imbalance or nutrient, mm. n- nutrient deficiency that actually cause the issue. And it is not um, it is not hard for for us to go and seek help and prevent something more serious from happening. I'm not mm. saying that there's anything serious, but it's always good. They are there for a reason. They study eight years to make sure that they can diagnose something, uh, mm. help us diagnose something in our That's body it. and in our health. So uh, that is another thing that I, I think people need to realize that uh, asking for help or seeking help is not a bad thing. It is not, not a sign of weakness. Mm. A lot of people, especially young people uh, in the startup space or uh, or people who are starting their own business, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial people. Some of us, it's almost like indoctrinated into us that when you are, when when you admit that you need help, when you admit that you you are tired, or when you mm. admit that you need a break, it is a sign of weakness. Mm. Uh, I would say probably uh, don't do that because at the end of the day you need to make sure that you are okay, not only physically, but mentally. The last mm. thing that you want is achieving everything that you ever dream of, but not being happy in mm. here or and in here. So asking for help is a good thing because mm. it, it can save you a lot of time. Sometimes you have to acknowledge and admit that there are things that you are not good good at, Mm. And it is okay to ask help from people who are good at that, or even just to talk to people. A lot of people think that talking to a therapist or talking to a professional in terms of a psychologist or psychiatrist mm. 
uh, it's a sign that you have mental issues. Uh, sometimes you you just need to talk mm. to talk it out with someone who who is not judgmental, who will mm. not judge you, who is by law legally required to keep everything mm. secret because yep. it helps. I, I have to say Absolutely. To that it helps. You're so right about that. And, you know, if there's an area that we're struggling in, the best thing we can do is reach out to someone who, who has the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to give us the guidance we need to, to make the right decisions. Um, and we're getting close to the end. Uh, I don't know if you've got maybe a few maybe five more minutes. I, I did want to sort of uh, maybe touch a little bit on sleep if you've got time for that. Sure. Um, so you, you obviously are passionate about that subject. And I know for me, sometimes I have broken sleep. I generally sleep really well, but a lot of people out there have sleep issues and we don't always get the right amount of sleep. That's very true. And a lot of people think that they can bank sleep in terms of like, oh, that's fine. I uh when I pull an all nighter and I, mm. or when I have a really big weekend, that's fine. I will just sleep more later, mm. but uh, it doesn't work that way. It's almost like you are saying to your body, hey, Steve, don't, don't breathe for this, like, you know, one hour and you all can right. breathe more later on. It doesn't work that way because no. sleep is uh, our body's biological biological function to reset itself, mm. not only physically, but also mentally that's why you have dreams and everything mm. and i do believe that being able to have good night's sleep is a blessing i always say that uh what well, i have a superpower i can sleep anywhere mm. uh, i can sleep very quickly and in any position i i that in my opinion that is my superpower mm. i don't need to t- i don't need a lot of time to fall asleep into deep sleep uh immediately mm. and i have to say that uh, I'm lucky in that regards, mm. but I, I also think that there are things that I do while I was while I'm awake that determines the quality of sleep that I have. A lot of people only do things immediate immediately before they they go to bed and thinking that they have done everything that they can. Mm. But we are awake more than we are asleep, so just rationally there must be a connection uh, between what we do while we're awake to what the, what what quality of sleep that we have uh, yes. at the end of the day. And um, if you do know that caffeine uh, impacts your sleeping pattern, maybe make sure that you don't drink caffeine. Uh, <laughs> maybe not too much. Maybe not after 3 o'clock. Yeah. It really depends. Uh, some people can, can drink coffee after dinner and they are fine. But you need to listen to yourself. You need to listen to your own body. Being active during the day really helps because what it does is is that it sort of kind of trains it sort of kind of train your body in terms of this is the active time, hmm. and then there will be time for you to rest. Hmm. And the other thing that I, for me, I did this during my PhD research, and I didn't even realize that is that. I basically compartmentalize my thought and 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 everything that I work on mm. at that time into a daily sort of kind of silo it. Yeah. So I work really hard and I basically put everything that I can into this one day. It means that after this day finishes, yeah. it's time for me to sleep without actually thinking a lot. Everything mm that can be done has been done 
and tomorrow is a new day. I know that this sounds like a make believe, but try, 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 yeah, try, sure. try to do that. Some people, I know people who do essentially the same thing with me. Mm. Uh, they do it in the form of journaling. So at the end of the day, they wrote, they write down everything, uh, their concerns, their achievements, their achievements, uh, their anger, if they're upset with mm. someone, write, they, they write it down. And that is all kind of their way of record, re- recording selling the day. So it's almost like mm. I, I used to work in retail. It's almost like at the end of the yeah. day, you balance the till and that's it. Mm. You, you close the day. You can do it by talking with your spouse. You're, you, you can do it by talking to your friends. You can do it mm. by journaling. You can do it by talking to yourself. But I, mm. I find it's, I find this method is very effective because you're reconciling the day. You finish this yeah. today and you don't, you don't think about it until the next day. And uh, the other thing that I also find, I, me, myself, guilty as charged, sometimes yeah. when you wake up in the, in the middle of your sleep and you give yourself 20 seconds and you don't fall asleep, you reach for your phone and that oh. that is really really bad because you are stimulating really? your brain but oh in terms of if you scroll down uh the reels mm. or or tiktok you're st- yeah. stimulating your brain to, to to be active while it should be asleep but also mm. the blue lights that is emitted by your the screen of your phone actually mimics daylight so our brain thinks that it's time to wake up. And this is really bad because if mm. you do it one night, you're probably doing it the next night. And mm. before you know it, it becomes a vicious cycle because when you are sleep deprived, the next day to be able to function, you probably need more caffeine. But this mm. extra caffeine will then affect the quality of your sleep the next day. And mm. you can't fall asleep, and this, this becomes a vicious cycle. So, yeah. the, and this is the reason why uh, sleep is there is a sleep epidemic in this in this society. A lot of people, mm. even even when people sleep enough in terms of the time, it, they can sometimes still feel tired because the quality of their sleep is not optimal. Uh, so. If you do all of these things and it still doesn't work, again, seek help because sometimes hmm. it is about your breathing ability. Some people have found that when they when they go, when they go and talk to sh- uh, the sleep specialist, they actually are not breathing very well during the night, and the, the restriction of oxygen actually causing them the, the the quality of their sleep. While we are on the topic of uh, oxygen uh, uh, and and sleep. The other thing that I also learned, and this I can't take credit for this, I actually learned yeah. this from uh, someone else, and uh, she told me that we have to make sure that we maintain good posture during the day. Mm, so if, if you look from the side, when you are slouching, reduces your lung capacity by uh, up down by right. up to thirty percent. So it means oh, that. Okay. Your body, your, your your body is functioning with thirty percent less oxygen, and while mm. you're awake, it can actually cause you to feel a bit dizzy or not very energetic or crave sugar because 
to your brain, your brain needs more energy. It can't really differentiate mm. whether it needs oxygen or it needs sugar. And that's the reason mm. sometimes people find themselves that they're craving sugar uh, without any explanation. <laughs> but these wow, issues that's... also then bleed out and affecting your sleep because when your body hasn't been functioning very well with limited oxygen during mm. the day, it will then affect your the quality of your sleep too. So wow. I... I'm five foot eleven, and sometimes mm. I find myself that I I slouch a little bit. But mm. whenever I remember, I always go, "No, you have to have it." No, that's it. Good posture. Absolutely. Wow, that's such a powerful insight. And uh, yeah, I guess we've covered a lot today. Uh, and I'm ever grateful for you coming on the show and giving up your time to share your experience, your expertise, your story, your wisdom. Uh, I've gotten so much out of this. And feel free to just share how people can get in contact with you if they want to find out more about you or your products or the services you provide. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's, a, it's an honor and it's, it's a privilege and to, to be talking to you. Uh, we had our conversation, I think, two nights ago. And... It, it was actually, believe it or not, we actually talked longer on the phone before the really? show compared to this. So uh, wow. that, that, that is, that's a good thing because as much as I'm sharing what I have learned, I'm also learning from you and from what mm. you do. So thank you for having me on. And for people who want to find out uh, more about me, what uh, about my research, uh, about what I do, please go to anappladay.com.au. It, mm. it is our company's website. From there on, you can find recipes. You can find out about the latest things that we do. And if you are in Australia, please go to your supermarket to to, to support us. Because when you are supporting me and my company, not only you're supporting your own health, but you're also supporting the amazing Australian farmers, uh, apple farmer community. Because uh, everything that we do, uh, we give back to the farmers. We use 100% Australian grown apples. And... Uh, agriculture is uh, one of the backbones of, of, of Australia. So we have to make sure that uh, we support our primary industries. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on this show, Dr. Vincent. Love your work. And who knows, maybe we might get you on the show again in the future. Thank Actually, you. We will. I, I, okay. I will hold you to that. Thank you for listening to The Will to Win. I hope today's episode was overflowing with value and helped inspire you to make what seems impossible totally possible. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you got value from this episode, it would make such a huge difference if you could just take one minute of your time to leave me a five-star rating and review, then screenshot this episode, share it on your story, and tag me in. And until next time... Don't forget to remember that nothing is impossible.